This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. It's Fetish Friday. <laughs> you have a fetish that you want to talk about and be on the show, send me an email or go uh, at Strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or go follow me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at Strict Anonymous. That's at Strict Anonymous. And you could just DM me there directly. Fetish Fridays is something I do every other Friday. I post an episode about a specific niche fetish that someone is into. Today, I have a Patreon where I have two separate tiers dedicated to two separate fetishes. One is a pantyhose tier. I call those guys my hosers. There's a cross-dressing tier too that I just started those are my girls, okay? You could sign up for my Patreon if you're interested in even more exclusive content that you don't get here, as well as a whole, whole community of other like-minded people who are into exactly what you are. You could join my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link to that will be in the description. Now I'm going to get right to today's guest and that is Diana. She called into the show. I just posted her episode this Sunday. Her episode is 504. It's Diana cheated on her husband and now they have an open relationship. She alluded to the fact that her husband has a whole kinky sexual side to him that we didn't touch upon because we had so much to talk about in her first episode. It was a, it is a really great episode. People loved it. You should really get the backstory on her if you haven't already. I feel like if you're just listening to this episode first, even when you're done with it, you're going to go back and want to hear the rest of her story because it's great and you'll want to know more. But why I decided to, to talk to her again was because her husband's kinky side has to do with the fact that he has a pantyhose fetish and he even cross-dresses a bit. So, and that's what we talked about. She was like, oh my God, like I have this whole other thing. And I was like, you should just come back on and let's discuss it. And let me tell you, anybody who's listening to this podcast that has a fetish, like a pantyhose fetish, or they're like a secret cross-dresser and they haven't told their girl yet, they're gonna wish that Diana was their partner because she is just so open and cool about it. She talks about how her guy, who is her husband now, but they've been together for a very long time, how he eased her into it and told her about this fetish and how she felt about it at first and how she wound up accepting it and what they do together. She talked about his favorite hose, her favorite hose, 
what he likes to dress up in, what they do when they get dressed up, and all that kind of good stuff. She also gives his backstory, you know, because I wanted to know, like, when did he realize he was into hoes? He wasn't on the call, but she knows his backstory because they've been together forever, and she explains that as well. She also sent me in some pics, including pics of their pantyhose stash, which is vast. They have a ton. They're open about it. She's down with it. You're going to love her. You're going to like not only find her story interesting, but I think it might inspire some men who are keeping this a secret to maybe tell their wives because maybe they will see Diana in their wife and realize that if Diana was able to come to the place where she was totally accepting and down for the fact that her husband had this fetish, maybe their wife would be too. Does that make sense? <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to get right to it and be right back on with Diana. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Uh, hi, Diana. Welcome back to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you, Kathy? I'm good. So listen, somehow at the end of our conversation or right after, like I found out you have this whole other thing going on with your husband. You were on before. I just aired your episode. Yes, uh, yes. Well, um, what was the title again, Diana? I mean, I just aired it one thing ago, and I'm like, what uh, the hell? <laughs> so busy. Oh, Diana cheated. Wait, Diana cheated on her <laughs> husband, and now they're having, they have an open relationship, 504. There's a whole backstory yes. to you and your husband, and you alluded a bunch of times on that podcast because you were really focused on yourself and the kinks that you were into that your right. husband and you because you're both very kinky together has this whole yes. life and he has his whole things that he does and we didn't have time to get into that so we're gonna get into that today correct correct now what are the things that your guy <laughs> is interested in? um one of the big things that him and i are really big into is wearing hosiery right Um, like stockings fish fishnets um the the whole nine yards i i've learned over the years the difference between stockings and tights and leggings like there's a whole whole um vocabulary that I was not aware of being the differences. I just grew up calling on my pantyhose or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. We, we, um, should, should I go back to the beginning where it started? Cause yeah. like, it's honestly, it's honestly been part of our relationship since the very beginning. Oh, cool. Yeah. So go uh, back there. Yeah. Um, well, my husband and I started dating in high school. Um, I was 16, he was 19, and he, like, loved spoiling me with gifts, and he, he always, like, did this from the very beginning. Oh, I love and that. Is that he, your love language? That's my love language, is gifts. Uh, I don't know why. It's I, pathetic, but it really is mine. <laughs> I I do love it, but I've also kind of, like, become weird about it. Of like, oh, my God, please just stop buying me stuff. Like, I can, <laughs> I can pay for my own stuff. It's, it's, it's a weird balance of loving being spoiled and being very feminist. So. Right. Oh, I get it. Well, no, but when I was little, like I used to count the presents because I had a brother and sister and I used to count when Christmas time came, I used to count their presents. And if they got more than me, I thought my parents loved them more. And if like I had a guy that I liked and he got me a present and it was cheap, I'd be like, you don't even like me. Like, look what you spent on me. Like, you know, I really like, I really look at like what you give me equals how much you love me. And if you don't give me enough, then you don't love me. Like, I mean, and it's been since oh I was gosh. really little. That's how I know it's my love language. for me it's more like just the thought like i had a friend go to california recently and i was like oh my gosh can you can you bring me back something they're like what do you want i'm like i don't know just find like a rock on the ground that makes you think of me yeah and they're like no i'm I'm gonna actually bring you back a real souvenir they did um but yeah no i i love being spoiled but yeah you probably don't care 
yeah, uh, uh, like what it is. I just, I, I like the attention and the thought that goes into it. Right, of course. Yeah, no, and like, listen, because it's my love language, like I'm like the best, anybody would tell you I'm like the best present giver. Like I'm so thoughtful. Oh, I go all right. out because yes. it's like projection because that's what I would want. So that's what I do. So I think people that are the most thoughtful are also the people that value presence the other way around, right? We're always, it's always I- like a projection. <laughs> Absolutely. Always kind of like listening to what they're saying, picking up on like their favorite little things. And then when you see it out, you just kind of pick it up. I'm like, oh, I was thinking of you. Here's here's this, here's that. Yeah, I just want to get someone like the best present ever. And that is my way of showing them how much I love them because I'm like a psychopath that way. And I don't know why we're talking about this. Let's get into your your guy's (laughs) panties. So he buys you tons of stuff. He should be my boyfriend. So go on. So he's a present giver. Yeah. He's a big present giver. And he bought me, well, he gave me a pair of tights. They mm-hmm. were, well, actually, they were thigh highs. They were black with red lips on them. And, like, the, the flirty line he gave me was, like, oh, I saw these, and I just thought of you wearing them and, like, kissing, like, up and down your legs and being a naive 16-year-old. I was like, oh, this is adorable. This is cute. I love this. Yeah. Um. And it like it just kind of became a thing over time where he was like, "Well, I love you wearing those, so I'm just going to keep buying them for you and taking pictures of you and them." And um, we had been together for a few years. I think we we're already like living together at this point. And that's when he told me that he also enjoys wearing them. Oh, interesting. And so he, how many, how long into your relationship was it? A couple of years? Yeah. Um, like we, we had like played a little bit with like cross dressing, just kind of once in a while, like in the bedroom, just kind of like, Hey, I dare you to do this Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Like from me, like trying to dare him to get out of his like comfort zone a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Little did I know he really, really loved it. And it was just like a secret thing that he was letting me slowly become comfortable doing like on my own with him. Right. He was like, <laughs> like easing you into it. I mean, I feel like I've given that uh, advice to guys before of how to do it, you know, just to get your girl, yes. you know, not to overwhelm her with all of the information right, right up front. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, that's that's kind of how it started and honestly I, I don't want to get too much into like his sexual stuff too much but like if for a while I was really concerned like okay is is he coming to me with this is it like a beginning sign that he's transgender that he's got something else going on that he's not addressing just yet and how's that going to affect us right it, honestly it, it scared me for a very long time um we worked through obviously 16 years into the marriage like we're good he's still very into me like that's not an issue Uh um but yeah nowadays um we have a very large um legwear collection and i i was actually listening to an episode you had a few weeks ago where you had like a legwear model or something like that on Uh um and she was mentioning yeah yeah, she was mentioning like her her favorite like brands and stuff like that, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, those are my favorite brands too. Oh my gosh, this woman has such great taste. Oh my god, so <laughs> go through your brands, everyone. All these my hosers <gasps> and people that are into pantyhose fetish. I'm gonna tell you what they love more than anything. If they can't sleep with you with pantyhose on, you know, <laughs> if they're listening to <laughs> right? you, they just want to hear you talk about hose. So go through your <laughs> brands, go through what you like, the colors, all of that. Okay, um, I. Favorite brands, Wolford, of course, they're, but they're like really expensive. Um, we used to be really big fans of Sheertex when they first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband was actually like, when they first came out, when they were like a startup company, um, my husband was one of the original like contributors to them. And he like, he became a beta tester for the company for a while. What do you mean? How did that happen? That's so interesting. So um, when Sheertex like first started, like I said, they they had like a GoFundMe or something like that. And like, I, I had shown like an ad that I saw on Facebook to my husband. I was like, oh my gosh, these tights seem to be indestructible. Like you always have issues with them not fitting you properly. Like, what if you tried these? And 
he fell in love with them. Um, they were super expensive, like at the very beginning for the startup. And because he was like one of their like founding members, once they began growing, he was given like a buy-in option to be a um, a beta tester for products. So like they would send him stuff uh, and send me stuff, um, and like we would get to try out new products like report back to them what we liked, what we didn't like about them, the, the, the stretch and all that sort of stuff. And then they would like mass produce like based off of whatever, like the, the um, beta testers said. You're kidding. No. Yeah, that's like why in the very beginning when their, their sizes started changing, like my husband was one of the, like he would have like hours long conversations with the people from the company just being like yeah i love them but as a male like i wish you offer like bigger sizes and like um like more diverse options for your for your um for your brand but yeah he did that for a really long time with them and then they their sizing options changed to a point where he does he can't comfortably wear them so we've actually like moved on to wearing different stuff yeah 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 uh, um i personally really love snag uh-huh um they're european brand i've never heard um, of those i feel like i don't know yeah um they're it's like snag uk i think they're they're really like um a very progressive company like their ads are very um inclusive yeah 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 which my husband and I love. We we really love wearing like super bright colors. Like I have a fantasy of dressing up in like Jean Fonda, like uh, Lisa Frank level colors mm -hmm. of like workout gear and going to the gym. Oh my god, hilarious! Like, I would just love doing that. Like just to see the stairs of like. This woman is crazy. <laughs> you could do that in New York City if you lived here. Nobody would even give you a second look. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Indiana is a little different. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Maybe you guys got to go to Burning Man. That's where you could like dress up like that and have a good time. Oh you know God. about Burning Man? I, I love that you bring up Burning Man. Burning Man is like one of my, part of my biggest fantasies I have. Yeah, you would be you. That's like where you need to go. You could do all of that I, stuff. Have, do you know about like, have you seen the yes, pictures? It's I've, like amazing. I've, I've never been but like I listen to a ton of different like dirty podcasts and I hear people sharing stories from Burning Man. And I'm like, I need to have these experiences for myself too. Like I, I need to go into a fuck tent and Yeah, the like, orgy dome. <laughs> exactly. I need I need all of that in my life. And the fun thing about it, I, listen, I've never been. I just had a boyfriend that was heavily into it and got me into it. And then I know a lot about it. I, you know, I'm just not like someone that will want to go in the middle of the desert. Like I'm just too uh, picky and stuff. Like it just wouldn't, that's right. not how I roll and I don't party anymore, whatever. But what I will say about Burning Man. It's like a fucking amazing place. Like, and if you like to dress up, like it, like I also don't like costumes and stuff. That you get to like dress up in the craziest, sluttiest, hottest, interesting things. Like it's just a real amazing place. And there's like a lot of art and cool stuff that comes out of it. And it's not just like mm -hmm. some oh everyone's like wasted. You know, it's really yeah. There's so many layers to it. So you have that sex thing, you have that dress up thing, and that I think those two things would really you. Would really love <laughs> you're like oh made for burning so, man this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com I really am like you're speaking my language like I was a huge theater nerd in school like right. I, I I still love dressing up today like if there's ever some sort of theme day at work like you know oh my god you're that there. person that's going for I, it <laughs> I am I'm so incredibly oh extra in a couple weeks we're having like um a musical themed day for our patients oh my god at, I'm, I, I cannot wait. I'm doing a good Alexander Hamilton theme. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that level. 
Yeah, you're into stuff. it. Yeah, yeah. You should work on below deck. They put on like you know they on the boat they to put on shows for people and they got to do all that stuff. Like that is like my worst nightmare. But that's awesome. <laughs> so wait, I keep taking you off topic, but I think it's because it's like the second time I'm talking to you, so I'm like just more relaxed. But let's get back to right, your right. pantyhose stuff and your guy. So you love the super bright colors. Your guy likes the super bright colors too. Yes, we like. It's one of his things. Like he will ask me like hey, babe, pick a color for me. And, like, I'll just pick, like, whatever random color, and he, like, creates either an entire outfit based off of that, um, or, like, it'll just be his underwear for the day. Sometimes it'll be his tights. Like, he, because his tight selection is so large, it's kind of overwhelming for him. So, like, if he's wearing something under, like, his work pants, mm-hmm. he, he does all the time. Right. Um, Interesting. He'll... Um, He'd be like, hey, babe, should I, should I go for sheer? Should I go for pattern? Like, what, what should I wear today? So I'll just give him, a, like, an idea. And, like, it's it's so much fun knowing that, like, just a little, like, cue like that it just puts him in a good mood for the day. And I'm just like, so, so it's, it's a little work for me, but it's such a big thing for our relationship. I, yeah. love, I love doing it. And especially for, you know, a guy like him, because I have a lot of, I call them hosers, the guys who sign up for my pantyhose tier uh, on my Patreon. I started a tier just for them because I had like an influx of, of hosers emailing me anytime I'd ever post an episode of a guy talking about his obsession fetish with Mm -hmm. pantyhose that I realized, oh, there's this whole niche market. Listen, it's not the majority of guys, you know, it's a small part of men, but there's a lot of them out there, right? Even 5% of the population is a lot of people. So, you know, and they just are desperate to connect and know that there's other people out there like them, you know, and, uh, I I completely agree. Like I'm finding some of your episodes that you have had with a gentleman, talking about those I, I've actually shared them with my husband he's not a huge podcast person yeah but like if there's if there's a good one that I want to share of yours like if we have a long drive I'd be like babe we gotta listen to our podcast there's another naughty story I need you to hear yeah yeah so, yeah like, <laughs> like he, he, hearing some of your episodes in the car like he he really benefits from that because he's like he's learning that he to himself is he's not alone because he's been like super shy about it for a very long time and me, I'm completely opposite. I've been very open about my sexuality forever. And I'm like, please just open up, learn that you're amazing, that there's other people like you. Like, what does he do? Like, or like, kind of, you don't have to explain exactly, but like, what, like, is he a construction worker and he's wearing pink hose underneath his pants? Like, I just want to get the visual of like, you know, the, what he's hiding and like how like opposite it is. It's very like business professional, okay. um, like dress, dress slacks, tie, um, like long sleeve shirt. Uh, he 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 works in um, corporate USA. Yeah, the corporate corporate world where he's that that's part of his job. Right. So when he's wearing hose, uh, he's wearing pantyhose underneath. Exactly. Exactly. Well, he's like also a, sometimes he cross dresses like uh-huh. outside of, of just wearing hose it's honestly been so much fun for him and me too like knowing that he's doing it um with like getting to work from home a bit more mm-hmm. like if he has like if he has a big meeting he has to present on he's like should i wear a skirt on my lower half and like dirt while i give this presentation no way i never yes, thought of that because everyone talks about like oh that people are like you know half of them are, are wearing sweatpants you know where all the things that people are doing on the dl you know while working on zoom calls and stuff right? but no one's ever brought up that maybe there's guys out there or women you know whatever that are like half cross-dressing on the bottom that's so funny right? yeah because you, you can a- Right. It's such a fun power play because like no one sees him as that person. Like he's very like he's a very manly man, mm-hmm. like right. rides motorcycles, like builds furniture, like he's he's a very manly man. So to have that be like a hidden part of him. Oh, I just love that for him so much. Let me ask you as the woman who was like, you know, intimate with him, you're dating him when you were super young and this came you know, up and out and he told you about his fetish and he mm-hmm. started to, 
he, I know he eased you into it, but once you once you knew this was his thing, like was it totally cool with you seeing this guy who's super masculine? You know, ha, like seeing a feminine side or seeing him being feminine and expressing that. Like, it, was that okay or was that a turn on? It was. It was really hard at first because, mm-hmm. like I said, like in the previous episode, like I see him more as like a doming sort of role for me. Like, yes, he's al- he's always been like a big protector for me and like just dotes on me, like big caring guy. So it was it was kind of like a mind fuck for a little while of like, can I still be topped by someone who's wearing fishnets? Exactly. Like, yes, a man. Like it, but. It, it, it with growing up and like learning my own sexuality i kind of came to the realization like no he's this is a really big vulnerable part of him that he's actually sharing with me i need to embrace that because i'm also sharing like really deep vulnerable things with him and i'm looking for things out of him that are out of his comfort zone so like deal with it if i want him to change for me then i need to learn to change for him and like nowadays i'm 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 not sexually turned on by it, but I'm turned on by the fact that like it's so empowering for him, and it's such like um, a big departure from his like day to day life. And like, for, if anyone were to like learn that like he is who he is behind closed doors, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I would have never known that. Like, that's right. Wow. It's like that switch. And that's why it's a release yeah. for somebody like that who maybe yes. is, you know, has that burden of being that guy all the time. Ex- exactly. Exactly. And like, I love that he has that as his release. Like at the end of the day, just putting on a pair of pantyhose and wearing him to bed or putting on a bodysuit or something like that and just feeling super sexy with himself. And I'm like, yes, bitch, do it. I love you. Yeah, there are so many guys right now that are like, uh, you know, a little jealous or it's just really because I have a lot of them telling me that they do, they're 100%. They don't believe their girl would be into it because of the exact reason that you just said that you know they are the the guy they're the alpha they're the dom they're you know and that's what Mm -hmm. that girl digs and they just know that they would never be into them being feminine and like what I love about what you said and really just speaks to your great relationship that you have with your husband and considering what you guys have been through you know and that's why you guys could weather the stuff that you have been through which is infidelity and stuff like that but you know Mm -hmm. that you are like a team player like a lot of times and most of the time unfortunately I think in most relationships like people are together in a relationship but they're like against each other you know what I mean it's kind of like a tit for tat or they're like fuck you you don't do me this or you know instead of like looking at it like oh you're on the same team like help each other out you know you're like it doesn't turn me on but it turns him on so I do that for him like that's a real partner you know what I mean that's that's the way it should be exactly exactly there's been so many things that he's been willing to explore for me that i've been like hey can we try this and yeah. it's so out of his comfort zone he's like well you know it's your thing we'll give it a try and like the play party for example so not his scene mm-hmm. but we did it and he did it for me and he had a lot of fun in it because i was having fun with it right same thing like what you give him he gives you back and now, exactly yeah you're lucky exactly. i mean like listen i think that um you guys met at a very young age. You've been together for a really long time. And it, like I said, you, it sounds like you just have like a really great relationship and it's probably because you've been together for so long, you know, but it's very rare. Oh, it's oh, rare. For sure. Oh, it's, it's so incredibly rare, which is why I value it so much. And like, uh, I do, we, I should say we do everything we can to like work on it because we care so much about each other. And because you know it's not, you know, the grass ain't any fucking green or anywhere else except where you guys are, okay? Your grass is fucking exactly. green. It's very green. Right. I, we got the greenest fucking grass around. Yes, yeah. you really do. Even with your infidelity and that other stuff. Like, I mean, like, you exactly. know, that's real life. Like, listen, it doesn't mean, like having a great relationship does not mean oh you never have an issue you never have a problem you never there's no bumps in the road you know a great relationship is you could weather them together and you are team players and you work and you know together to get through those times exactly like 
we're we're talking so much with each other about our feelings about like well when you did this it made me feel this way oh i'm sorry this is what i was trying to get across yeah well it didn't come across that way this is how it came across and like we actually listen to each other right oh my gosh yeah no i love that so wait so let's get back to so now you say like you're not into it, but you're turned on by him being turned on. Like, do you guys, when you're intimate together, do you both wear? Does he just wear? Does he want you to have them on? Is it like, do you oh, do all the above? We, we do all of the everything. It really just depends on the night. Like, yeah. if, if it's if it's a night where we're feeling kind of frisky with each other, he'll kind of check in with me and be like, hey, what are you feeling tonight? What? do you want to do you want a scene what, what's your vibe and i'll be like eh, i'm not really feeling this but i think you should go put a butt plug in and go go find something green to wear <laughs> and like that's 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 kind of his cue of like all right she's not interested but she's probably going to get me off in some sort of way like we've just learned over the years how to communicate without like communicating but yeah no we we do all of the everything um some sometimes it's I'm just dressing up for him and he's just having to deal with not getting to dress up. Um, sometimes he's dressing up for me because I am just desiring like telling him what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like oh, I actually like love when we match. Like oh really? Sometimes like Th- that's yeah, that he theme party does... girl in you. <laughs> yes, it, it's adorable. He actually <laughs> just bought me a pair of um their striped um stock uh tights from snag they're black but they're like a pattern of black um opaque and black sheer mm-hmm. so he got me a pair and he got himself a pair he looks great and then i have yet to take them out of the package i want to save mine for like halloween season but yeah like uh i'll go shopping yeah, and because like he he likes to wear songs too. I like I'll get us matching songs, and like my brain is terrible sometimes. I'll get two of the same size and be like, "Well, I'm glad you got two of the same pair for yourself." Right. <laughs> where's, where's mine? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, squirrel brain again. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! But, but yeah, I know we we love doing that sort of stuff for each other. It's just like a a fun little game we play together. And like your favorite brands, are those the same brands he loves? Is it different because he's a guy and he needs a bigger, you know, sizes? Honestly, like my love for it all has stemmed from him. So anything that I have and anything that I've learned to like, like it's been a curation of him buying them for me and being like and him buying himself. So like, it's a mixture of his favorite brands and my favorite brands. Mm -hmm. Um, He kind of, he prefers getting ones that are seamless. um, uh, You know, like male parts don't really want to have a seam up the nut sack or what have you. (laughs) Right. That's, that's really uncomfortable. But um, yeah, no, most of his favorite brands are my favorite brands. And we've just kind of had our, had our favorites for the, I don't know, past decade or what have you that we've been into them. Snag's a relatively new one, though. I think they've only been out for a couple of years, but they're amazing. Yeah. And so now as far as his cross-dressing, like how far does he take it sometimes when he's home? Does he do hair and makeup, like the full oh, dress no, it's, or it's just clothing? No, no, no. It's, it's just clothing for right. him. Mm-hmm. He just finds them, finds them more comfortable. Like it's not necessarily like a sexual thing for yeah. him. He's like uh-huh. pants. He's like, pants are fucking hot. My nuts, my nuts are sweaty. Like, I just want to wear a skirt. It's it's more comfortable. I'm like, all right, girl, that's fine. You do you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he could wear a skirt at Burning Man. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so it's a, a comfort thing. Yeah, it's interesting. I could talk to like, same thing with, uh, you know, guys that have a fetish for a pantyhose or any kind of fetish. I, you know, you talk to a different person and you hear different stories and everybody It expresses itself in a different way. You know, I have had some guys who said, listen, it started out, but wearing hose started out as a sexual thing. Now, so many years later, you know, now it's just a comfort thing. You know, it's because I love the way it feels. I'm used to that, like feeling on my leg, you know, for your guy, it's not even sexual when he's totally dressing. 
yeah he like there's definitely a sexual side to it when he's in the mood but for the most part he just really loves like the compression aspect of wearing tights like, right yeah it's like a it's like a sensory thing for him and I, I love that that's a thing for him me on the other hand like i will wear them when we are like in a scene and i'm dressing up for him or if i'm wearing him for like, a particular outfit to go out but other than that like i'm not wearing them for long periods of time they drive me nuts the t- yeah once i did a thing for my hosers on my patreon i wore pantyhose to sleep a different different one each night for like five nights or the whole week i don't know and then i reported back <laughs> oh very my interesting. gosh you were so, yeah. so brave yeah I, uh, and, that then, would drive me nuts. and then i was like in the middle of the video i was like i hate to say it because i'm like super honest i was like i had to i showed the hose i had to cut off the toes to for each one yes. because I hated the way it made my feel toes feel like scrunched up. I don't know. I just like, went mental. I couldn't sleep like that. I had to cut them off. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. That reminds me. Uh, years ago, um, we were visiting Washington D.C. and we went to a mall, and I found that they're called hose without toes. Mm-hmm. They're they're like. I, I, I bust out laughing because the only thing I could picture at the time was just like a hooker with no no toes. But <laughs> oh, it was without toes, yeah. But yeah, like the, I I don't wear them a ton myself, but yeah, um, I completely agree. Um, where yeah, it's, it's so it's so uncomfortable. I I can't deal with it. Like or even socks. Like, so I, I, I'd rather be barefoot. Yeah, no. So I, I love socks on my feet, but any kind of sock that it for some reason makes my toes, I'm very sensitive in that area that if I feel that they're scrunching them up too much, I have to take them yes, off. Like I can't yes, take it. I, I completely agree. I am the exact same way. Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, and I yep, find yep. every now and then I find some socks that don't do that, but most of them do. And it's annoying. And I always go to sleep with them on and I always 10 minutes into it, they're fucking off because I'm like, this is so distracting. I'm just thinking about my toes. I can't sleep. But you know what happened when there was the hose with the toes? When I went through that whole thing I was like you know I'm a problem solver I'm like okay I can't fucking sleep in these hoes because of the toes so what you know what is the solution I'm like do they have like you know stockings with like you could put your toes in like gloves and somebody's like yeah they do so I had some of my hosers buy me those oh my god they were the most horrific pantyhose I've ever seen or worn you couldn't even get your toes in it they were disgusting I was like that is not the solution (laughs) oh I I, I'm pretty sure you know what you're talking about like you can like put your each toe no 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 it's like a glove little foot glove they're disgusting they're and all my hosers were like these are the grossest things but they do make them you know because i was trying to like what's the solution to this you know and then i was like oh that's like great and then i got them and i'm like oh my god they are disgusting and any guy that's into hose would agree but you know that's cool yeah that's awful so wait so when you go out with your so now but you say because like the cross-dressing for him he, there is an aspect to it besides being comfortable for him. There is something to him feeling or getting in touch with being a little bit more feminine and being like the way he feels when he's dressed too. Um, or no, I don't think so. Like he, I don't think he's trying to get like the like the feminine aspect. I think he just likes prettier. Like I mean, I guess it does kind of make him a bit more on the feminine. Just like the the prettiness of some fabrics that like you just can't get with men's clothes yeah 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 because men's clothes are just so bland for the most part but it's not like when he does dress that he takes a little bit more of like the like he's less dom i mean he could still dom you with when he's dressed it's not like he wants to be the more feminine person in that intimate scenario um, unless that's kind of the, the vibe like he definitely will dress like more dummy with what he wears if he's wearing something if that's like our vibe but we also have times where like he chooses to wear like pink and like harajuku like um uh what, what's that like japanese sort of style of dress um Right. So he does get into that because like you like I know that you said like, oh, for you, you were like, oh, how is it going to be like if a guy is doming me while he has, you know, 
fishnets on. I mean, and I know that you say that it's not a total turn on for you, but you're turned on by him. Like, you know, what is your favorite thing if you had to pick to throw him to put on? Is there something that you dig the most? Honestly, like I am so simple and basic because he loves dressing up for me. That's his thing. When I just want him to like be low key for me, I'll just be like, "Can you just go put on a silky pair of boxers that you pop out of?" Like, right. Right. That's 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 just, that's that's what I'm after. Um, but when he when he does dress up, like I'm usually in such a different headspace. I don't even pay attention to what he's wearing. Oh, really? Like Like you're just like in character or whatever that it's like, it's just, you're just going with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so deep in the scene or like whatever we're doing that I really couldn't care less what the hell he's wearing on his legs. As long as he's like eating me out or whatever. (laughs) Right. Right. And sometimes you're wearing hose when you guys have sex too. Do you put holes in them or do you wear like, you know, explain to people for because I was going to say, do you wear pantyhose while you're doing it or hose or what are the, the ones that come up thigh highs? I call them thigh highs. Like, what are the different terms and stuff? Why don't you go through it for people that are listening? Um, well, there's obviously thigh highs, which you wear with like a garter belt. Sometimes thigh highs will have like the silicone bands to keep them up. They're helpful, but like after a while, they're going to like leave marks on your leg. They're, they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we we I do wear those a lot. I actually wore a pair of turquoise thigh highs last night for my husband. He was not expecting that. Um, oh. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, they were. The, um, I like turquoise. You'll give me yeah, like maybe so, some pics for my Patreon, like of your stash or something. You know what I mean? Like that that kind of oh, pic would be amazing uh, for them. I I would love to do that. We that's actually in one of the hidden drawers on our like our bed. That oh, he built for good. Us. I have a hidden drawer of just my tights drawer. It's, oh my gosh, it's a good, the, the drawer is probably good two feet deep mm-hmm. and about six inches tall. And it's just packed. Wow. Packed with, packed with tights. Like I, like I said, I, I love to dress up for him. Um, so there's, there's a lot of stuff. But yeah, I can definitely send you some, some pictures of my collection. Right. Um, but yeah. go through your, go through the, uh, you were talking about the difference. So that you got your thigh highs. We got the thigh highs. Um, this is where I get a little bit confused because I think thigh highs are, all, you can also have like stockings right. in the, the realm of thigh highs. Right. Don't some people call those stockings instead of thigh highs? Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's, just, I think that's the same terminology. Mm-hmm. Tights are like full like you pull them up they go on your waist like that's a that's stockings leggings are without feet Uh uh-huh right but aren't Um, pantyhose and stockings to me pantyhose and uh, no tights are different in that tights have a much higher den and a much there so they feel more constricted you can't see through them Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's also you like you it all depends on the, the denier level. Right. Of of the tights, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume I, I, that you like all kinds because you say you like colors because like some people have a preference like, oh, I like them just fully nude, seamless. You know, yep. what is your favor? Um, Are you just like everything? If, if, um, if I'm playing, I'll go for a little bit of like everything. But. And the vibe, my, honestly, my favorite, I'm like, I love the color black mm-hmm. and I love really playing into like, like a sexy sort of teacher witchy sort of vibe. So I, I just love like black shears mm-hmm. um, or like black shears with a seam up the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, black is my go-to for anything. It, it takes a lot for me to like wear the colors and like be in a mood for color because like I just automatically gravitate towards black all the time I just find it so sexy right and does your husband have like a like if he if it was like his birthday and he could have whatever he want what would he put you in (sighs) he would probably put me in white or pink oh okay oh interesting okay white white or pink because those are two colors that I really don't gravitate towards at all Mm mm-hmm so 
it would probably be like, oh, you're dressing up kind of like sweet and girly for me. Yeah. That's usually not my vibe. Yeah, I get it. But now when you when your (laughs) husband first started or when he finally copped to the fact that he liked this, did you guys, you know, have the conversation where you questioned him like I would? Like, when did this start? Like, when did you realize you were into it? I mean, do you have that backstory on him? Oh, yeah, I, I have that backstory. It started for him in his childhood. Yeah. Like, he's he, he's always been very open with me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it started in his, in his childhood. Like, I think he snuck into his mom's room and, like, found her stockings or something like that. And, like, it just kind of started from there. And, like, I know he had a really big obsession with Velma from Scooby-Doo. What do you mean? Why? Like... Because she was a cartoon character and she wore tights, and he thought oh, that she was did? Just, like, super. Yeah. Oh, and I have she... to Google her, Velma. I didn't realize Velma wore tights. Yep. Well, is it Velma or Daphne? No, no it's Daphne that wears the tights. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing myself. Daphne Velma was the, the real smart one, the book smart one. I think yeah. she had like yeah. uh, socks on. Yeah, she had the socks and like the mini skirt. Yeah, you're. That's right. Uh, Daphne was the one in the. She the was, the, yeah, yeah. She's has a skirt. She's the more girly girl one. Okay, so yeah. So how do they know she's fucking wearing tights? It's so interesting. I think her legs are pink. Oh, in the, in the show. <laughs> yeah, her legs are pink. I don't know. I'm googling like her right now. Maybe I'll edit this out. But I'm googling her. Her legs don't look pink. Oh, there they look. There they're pink. But that's. Oh, yeah. See, more, some of them, they're pink. They're more pink than others. Yes, you're right. I see what you're talking about. And some of the pictures, you know, that they have, just because it's Google images, you know, they look more mm-hmm. flash colored. But on some of them, I see that they're clearly pink. And that must be what people say. So, oh, so he yeah. always was obsessed with her. I, I know there's going to be other hosers that are going to be like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was completely obsessed with her growing up. And I, I, I find that completely adorable learning that learning that like backstory for him yeah it's so interesting these little things they definitely point to stuff so right I, yeah yeah your future self like all, all those little quirks that you had growing up like oh those turn into fetishes yes i mean i have a little boy do you guys have kids i have a little boy do. do you have a boys or we, girls we, we have two little girls. Yeah, and you see little things in the... I don't know. My son is into a lot of shit. And I'm just like, oh, I could just imagine what this is going to be when he gets older. I'm just yes. going to be like side-eyeing his girlfriend like, oh, be careful. My, my my oldest loves to pretend that she's a dog and likes being let around on a leash. <laughs> This, this, yeah, my my son is always like, "Mommy, can you smother me? Smother me? Okay, go get the handcuffs. Could you tie me up and tickle torture me? Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god, your daughter on the leash. It's hilarious. Yes, yes, on the leash. Oh, it's 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 wild. Yeah. So wait, so he was obsessed with Daphne. Now, did he ever get caught or anything? Did anyone ever know about him, or, or were you the first and only person he ever confessed this to? I'm the very first person he's told over time because mm-hmm. that's like helped him become more comfortable with himself. Mm-hmm. He shared it with other friends. Mm-hmm. And um, actually recently he shared it with his dad, which what? his dad, his dad lives with us. Okay. So um, like it, before his dad moved in with us uh, a few years ago, it was just like a common thing for us in our house. Like if you just wanted to wear like a skirt and tights around the house, completely fine. Like totally normal around our kids too. Right. That's cool. Um, uh-huh. And then once his dad moved in, he, he obviously stopped doing that and it just became like a thing he would wear in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um and then the living situation kind of became where his dad just lives with us permanently now. And my husband was like, well, you know, like, I want to be able to feel comfortable in my own house. And my dad lives here. He's going to have to learn to accept me for who I am because this is my house. Right. Um, so, yeah, like, his dad's not super comfortable with it. Like, his dad's very old school and just, like, not as progressive with some of his thoughts. Of course. Yeah. Um, that whole generation. But, like, 
Yeah, exactly. But for the most part, his dad's pretty comfortable with it. Like my husband's not going to go around wearing like a full on skirt in front of his dad, but like he'll wear like basketball shorts, a pair of like sheer tights and like ballet flats or something like that. Wow. Something comfortable to wear around the house. But were you there for that initial conversation or did he tell you like how that combo went? Like, how do you tell your dad? He talked with me afterwards, like it was in the house. I knew it was going to happen because mm-hmm. I had been encouraging him for a while. Like, no, you need to make this a thing. Like, if this is part of who you are, stop hiding who you are and just like, like force others to accept you because I've already accepted you. You need to accept me too. Right. Um. Yeah, no, I... I think overall it went well. His dad was a little surprised, but at the same time, like, you're like, well, it's your house. If this makes you happy, this makes you happy. And right. who am I to say anything? Yeah, that's cool. I think sometimes, you know, that's like a guy thing. They're less uh, thought, they they think less than women, you know, about something. You know, it's kind of oh, like sure. black and white. They're more like, you know, it's like, okay, it is what it is, whatever, you know, whereas maybe a right. mom would be like, what does this mean? I don't know. Like, it would, I don't know. But that's interesting oh, yeah. that he was, he was uh, like, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Yeah, he has not told his mother yet, which his mother lives in New York. We don't have to worry about her. She's she's a prude, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, his 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 dad's uh, relatively relatively comfortable with it, and our our kids are just so like they've grown up with it. Sometimes they'll be like they'll they'll ask questions like, "Oh, daddy, are you wearing like purple tights?" And you're like, "Yeah, I am," and they're comfortable. Like, right. That's what it. about it. Right. No big deal. You don't make it a big deal. It just, it is what it is. I think, listen, kids are the least judgmental. You know, you're never going to have a problem with kids accepting anything. It's the grownups and the adults that, you know, uh, you have to worry about a lot of the times. And especially, I think, you know, the younger generation coming up, I talk about this all the time, is much more open-minded than, say, our parents or any, you know, because it's just generational. You know, our parents grew up in such a very different time. My parents are even older than your parents because I'm older than you. And that's just like, you know, Mm -hmm. they tend to be everybody in that generation. You know, there's themes and people are all uh, away. And, you know, you almost have to feel for them because it's not like it's totally their fault you know this is the times they grew up in and what most people bought into and believed in and how they all sort of acted oh for sure I've had a lot of really deep conversations with it um with my dad like my mom passed years ago and I'm I'm relatively close with my dad as far as like our conversations go yeah um like he knows my husband and I are poly and like he doesn't really yeah, he doesn't really understand it. And like he had at one point he was like, you know, I kind of feel like it's my fault that you became like this. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying you weren't, but you didn't influence me growing up. But at the same time, like I've literally never had anyone in my like growing up history where there was like a successful marriage and there wasn't like cheating involved. So like, um, but no, so did I, your so you think like what you were trying to say was that because you didn't see any kind of positive relationships, you can't imagine not being poly because I feel like no, you have such no. a successful relationship. And- oh no, no, I I do have such a great relationship, and all of the relationships in my family's history they failed because of infidelity, where they weren't being honest with each other and they were going out and cheating with each other, right, or on each other. Mm-hmm. So for me, like my dad cheated on his girlfriend with my mom mm-hmm. left left his girlfriend married my mom yeah. left my mom to go back with his old girlfriend like, oh my goodness no then, way yes and Oy. then like so his old girlfriend is not my current stepmom <laughs> like I, oh my god I could go on and on about like how terrible of a role model he is for being <laughs> like a good a good husband like Oh, oh my, my god. Oh, and that other girlfriend, I mean, that day she got her guy back from the woman that cheated on I mean, that must have been like her like 
high five moment because she must have, you know, think about it. Like, you know, your guy cheats on you with somebody and then you get them back and then you get them away from that girl. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a whole drama of my, my teenage years. But you know, listen, I think that when you grow up a certain way, uh, for better or for worse, you, you know, you always have the choice to either, you know, do the same and repeat the bad behavior or just go the opposite and not repeat it. You know, what's wonderful about you is you went the opposite. Exactly. Like my, it was such a hypocritical like thing. I remember arguing with my dad and he was like, you know, like you can have a really successful marriage and it can be monogamous. It just takes really good communication. And I'm just like, what are you talking about right now? You're like, you are poster child for like lack of communication skills. Yeah. But that's why he couldn't, I mean, he could never imagine what you're doing and being successful at that's why he had to keep it all on the down low because you know in, exactly. in his brain that it, it, it can't work you can't have your cake and eat it too and then i think in most exactly. people's brain it's like unfathomable to have a, that kind of relationship and have it work and everyone be right. okay i even heard right. dr drew once and i love dr drew you know once well, talking yes. about uh this on a like a gossip show and he was talking about uh he was talking about a couple who had an open relationship and you saying how it just never works and you oh and I'm like really that's interesting because I've talked to many people on my show where it has worked yeah of course it's not going to work for a lot of people I totally understand how there could be a lot of drama to it and it doesn't work out for a lot of people and it could lead to all these things but Mm -hmm. there are definitely people out there that do it and it's healthy and it adds to the relationship and it's a positive thing and I just couldn't believe he was talking in such absolutes about it you know because uh, you know he oh, for sure, for you sure. would think he would know if anyone but he doesn't seem to think that that's possible and I think a lot of people don't but I have had many people on my show who have called in and been doing it for a lot longer even than you you know and it's oh, yeah. been, and they're yeah. solid great relationship people and I think it typically works with you know, from what I get from what you're saying about your guy, that it's typically not with a guy that's like your father. You know what I mean? Like the philanderer right. or the guy that's cheating. It's typically with like the guys that do it successfully in the couples. The guys are like good guys, you know? Like they're not like that uh, like player type of guy that just wants to fuck everybody. You know, it's not that exactly. guy that somebody's with exactly. that is open with and which is the opposite of what you would think but to to me the the successful relationships the guy typically I'm talking to the guy the guy to me is like actually a really good guy and so a lot of times he doesn't even want to fuck other women he just wants to see his girl with other guys you know and he's fine my, my, honestly my husband is the same way yes like, he, like, he has the open option to like go hook up with anyone he wants to and like He's like, yeah, I know I can. I'm just not really like pushing for that because I have you. Yes. Which I, I completely love. And like, I'm I'm not saying with us being poly, like I'm not dying to jump out and like fuck some other dude by any means. But yeah. like, it's just fun that we have that level of um, connection and respect for each other and just openness that like, if we wanted to, we we're completely okay with the other person doing that with someone else. And it, like, it, it only happens with communication. And my husband, honestly, he's such like a great, sweet guy. N- never really, aside from his one affair that he had not the type to like go out and like be a player or anything like that. Like, right. And listen, I guy. love that you say, and like for not, the time he cheated on me and some people would be like oh he cheated on her so how could he be a good guy and what people don't understand and what I hate about people is that you know they think everything is like black and white they look at somebody like oh a good guy would never cheat like you never know what happens to people people you know human beings are human nobody's perfect people mess up things happen but it doesn't you don't you know you don't take the that little thing that somebody did and paint the whole picture you know that isn't the whole picture this is a great guy who did cheat once but you know that doesn't define him and you don't have to define him but a lot of people do 
you know, sort of oh, look at things that absolutely. way. And I hate that because that's not I, the way, that's not the agree. proper way to look at it. Like, look at your guy right. is a fucking good guy. And I believe it. And I believe that a good guy can cheat. Okay. I believe that. And I think that mm-hmm. some people can't wrap their little brains around that, but they should. Right. Everyone has moments of weakness. Everyone has times where they're like, they do something that they're not supposed to. It's a matter of owning up. It's a matter of owning up to it, realizing that like you did something, doing what you can to make amends for it and just not making the same mistakes again. Right. You did a bad thing. You're not a bad person, you know, and um, I think that people should go and listen to your first episode to hear how you work through that. I mean, because you're in your first episode, you talked about I mean, the title was Diane cheated, Diana cheated on her husband. And now they have an open relationship. I mean, you cheated on him and then you told him and then he admitted to you and then you worked through it. And then you had this whole, you know, open relationship and I think I harped a little bit on how you felt about that and the Honestly, sadness that I, you had yeah I needed I needed that kick in the ass though like oh okay I, good I, I've listened to the episode three times and I'm like girl you really are still hanging on to old baggage let that shit go oh okay because like, I was like I felt like oh maybe I shouldn't have harped no, on that because you you're, you're totally fine oh okay I, like, <laughs> I, I needed it. I, I had one of my best friends listen to the episode and she's like, girl, you just had a therapy session with her. How do you feel after that? I'm like, I feel amazing. Yeah, no, but I feel like, <laughs> but what I love about having the second conversation with you is that I see a bigger picture of your marriage and Mm -hmm. like I feel like oh even if you have that little baggage like that's just something you have to clean up but your your marriage is really solid that's like a little thing there that you're keeping and you could let go but you know the overall picture and I think that's what you tried to get across to me you know uh, is that everything is cool between you guys you know what I mean it is really good and that's also another interesting thing to point out like yeah just because that's there that's not that doesn't mean that your relationship is unhealthy or in, uh, you know, is ready to fall apart. You could have that little thing there. It needs to be tended to, but overall things are really great and you guys are solid. And that's what I love. Like, listen, I love talking to someone for at least an hour the first time, because I feel like you always have to paint the full picture because somebody will take one Mm -hmm. little slice of someone's life and totally be fucking judging on them. And I love to give someone the whole story. Yeah, this girl, this woman cheated, but listen to the whole thing, because then maybe you're going to feel different about cheaters, quote unquote, you know, but I love that I talk to you a second time. And there's even more of the picture and even now I'm less judgmental. Do you know what I mean? Cause sometimes you could, you yeah. want to like look at something oh, yeah. in when, a narrow lens, you know? Abs- absolutely. When it's, when you just get one side of it or one part of it, you can definitely get some conclusions drawn from it. But, yeah. Uh, but and we've, I, we've had, we've had like rough chapters mm-hmm. in, our, in our marriage, mm-hmm. but we, we have a good story overall. Yeah. That's for way sure. I, the way I like to see it. Yeah. And I see that even more, now talking to you the second time so I think I'm going to put this out not just on my Patreon I'm going to put this out on my Fetish Fridays because I think it's really great so send me so thank you so much for calling in and sharing this whole story send me in some new pics for my like you could do Uh, one with your wearing some hose maybe of just your legs and the uh your drawer I I can definitely do that I there's actually several drawers so I can I, I can I can show them off. I, I guess yes. I have a big collection. Yeah, send me them Absol- all. Absolutely. Thank you so much, <laughs> Diana, for calling in. You know, no I have some problem. people that you know call in more than once, and you know, I, like it's Molly and Christine and Doctor Guy. I feel like you'll be on again, Diana. I feel like there's more stories uh, there, but I love. I really enjoy talking to you, and I, you know, this is another great episode that you gave me. So thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kathy. I really enjoyed talking with you today. Wait, give out your Instagram again. It is Lady Diana underscore Waters. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Instagram over there. Okay, I, cool. I, 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 I message everyone back on there. So if you reach out, you say hi, you say you like the episode, which I've had a ton of people do. Uh, I'll get back to them. Okay, awesome. All right, so everyone go follow her there. I'll also put... Uh, her Instagram in the description if you're driving and you can't remember it it'll be there so <laughs> thanks again Diana thanks for calling in again yes thank you thank you I'll talk to you later bye bye
Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.